straightforward farming. News and comment brought to you by FTFB. Now, straightforward farming. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Nick McCormick. Nick, what's new with you today? Oh, not much, Tony. Just uh, living the American dream. We cannot shake this cold weather, man. We can't get rid of it. It's awful. Winter's here to stay. I don't know if it's ever going to let up. It'll be not that long, and I'll be complaining about how hot it is, because I'm fat and I'm hot all the time. I'm the same way. I'm... I don't know. I I do dread hot weather coming, but I'm just so sick of cold weather mm-hmm. now that I I just can't even see straight. You know, I don't mind the cold that much, as long as it's sunny. Right. And then the wind blows constantly, and it's it's been cold and windy or rainy all the time. And if the sun's out, at least you there's some positive outlook, I guess. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I could handle this a little bit now if at least the sun would be out. I mean, yeah. it's just dreary. We don't get much sun. Nasty. We don't get, it, the only time we get suns when they tell us it's going to rain, and we get rain when they tell us it's going to be sunny. Yeah. It's hard to plan around yeah. that. And just like today, I was sitting here this morning, and it, you know, it was overcast, and it was drizzling rain, whatever. About 9 o'clock, the sun come out. I sat out here in the driveway talking to a neighbor. I mean, it's pretty nice. You're going to shave up. be a pretty nice day. 30 minutes later, yep, rain. went overcast, and then it rained and snowed and sleeted yep. off and on every 30 minutes the entire day. Still doing it outside right now. Yep. I'm just I'm over it. Yeah. I'm just sick yep, of it. I'm done so. with it. Boy, I don't know. Looking online, what do you think of some of this old machinery? Oh, my goodness. Some of that stuff that sold here recently, like the Meekum auction and whatnot, 80-20 John Deere, which is a warmed over 80-10, which wasn't good to begin with. Holy cow. 850000 plus, yeah. or not eight fifty, three hundred fifty thousand plus the buyer's premium or whatever. I hope that guy likes that thing a lot. Yeah. Hats I mean, off to him. But, we've wow. we've reached a whole new level now That's on silly. some of this stuff. It's just getting out of control, if you ask me. I mean, I, I mean, even tractors that, you know, of course, you always have a, a skewed view of some of that stuff. Like, I love 1466s. Love them. Got several of them. Used to buy those for, you know, 35, 4,500 bucks, torques out, clutches out, needs this, needs that, no big deal. Even a junk one now is, you know, 10 plus. Yeah. You know, you, you, to buy it to use is tough to do. Yeah. You know, I, and I couldn't really, I mean, I could do without a few of them, but I, but we'd have to unhook stuff and I don't really do that. Right. So you can't, you can't buy one to use anymore. It's, it's, it's crazy to me what this stuff is, is at, but you can't buy anything else to, to substitute for it for a reasonable cost. Like it, it is way, way, way out there. And the bad part is, is even the smaller farmers aren't actually putting those tractors in the field for the most part. You know, there's always a few guys that might be. Don't use them for something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But the vast majority of the people, I think, are buying them because they grew up on it. They yeah. want one now. Going to park it in a shed. You know what? They're going to restore yeah. it in a few years, whatever. And, uh, we don't put that many hours on ours, you know, on the auger. 
yeah. different augers, whatever, et cetera, you know, odd jobs, small stuff, whatever. But yeah, to, to go buy one, like, wow, everything, it doesn't matter what it is, 4020, you know, 4630, pick your, pick yeah. your tractor and pick your brand. Like they're all high now. Yeah. Everything's high, but especially your more classic ones. And I was thinking about this today. I'm like, you know, we, we judge tractors like, okay, we're going to, uh, not to go down the 4020 is the greatest tractor ever made path, but, but to like tie it in a little bit, you know, it's hard to judge the old tractors versus the new tractors, right? Like it's two totally different classes of things. Like in my mind, there's, there, there's three groups of tractors. Like there's your old stuff. You know, you're coming out of horses to smell on a horse's butt, to drive in an M or a two longer deer or whatever. That's a huge upgrade. Yeah. You know, from an F20 to an M. Sure. It's a huge upgrade if you're a red guy. Um, and then you've got your, the stuff that we grew up on, your 806s, your 4020s, your, you know, whatever Massey's, whatever, you know, all your different brands of tractors and that time frame, time frame. And that stuff carries on essentially unchanged until probably the mid nineties. It's probably like, not to give deer too much credit, but probably the 8,000 series deer was probably the, the, the turning point in the swing yeah. to modern tractors. Right. It was a, it was totally different than any tractor it was, before. It was different than what it was before. Like, it, yeah. as much as I love the 8900 series Magnum, like, it was a 5288 with different sheet metal and some features. Yeah. 8,000 series deer, the motor's up high, it turns short. You know, that that's when your modern swing really starts to happen. The super steer... New Holland was kind of in, in there, whatever. Your MX Magnum comes out after that. Full power shift transmission. Full power shifts, some creature features. The, the the cabs get way better. They're not just a warmed over cab from the 80s. Like, it's 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 a different deal. Yeah. And you know, so stuff keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, by the same token, a lot of guys don't keep that stuff that long. So it's not like you're going to be like, well, you know, this 8295 or whatever I had was, you know, the staple of our farm. Yeah, but you didn't have it all that long. Like there's it's just a different class of tractor. You can't compare a you know, an eight R X to yeah. a forty six thirty yeah. or forty six forty. Yeah, not even close. And you know, back then guys didn't have as many tractors for the most part, or at least in our neck of the woods. You know, I remember when if you had a cab tractor, pretty big shit, right? Yeah. Like if you had a one with a cab, it's pretty tall cotton. Yep. You know. And then if you had two, a real big deal, there's no creature features in those early cab models. Like, they were a cab. They weren't an operator station, whatever you want to call it. So things start to change there drastically. So it's really hard to compare back and forth. But I think we're all nostalgic at some point. We We want what we couldn't afford when we were kids. Yeah. So you want to go back and buy that stuff now, even if you're not going to use it. Just to have it, you know, I'd love to have an 80 to 86 Ford. I had an 85 Ford at the time, was super tickled to get rid of it and went to a 94. Super tickled. Still love my 85, but it was gone. I had a 94, right. didn't even think twice. I'd love to have an 80 to 86 Ford now. Yep. Like, I don't need one. Yeah. I have I, no purpose for I've it, read, but I'd love to have one. read different reports, you know, that people our age and older now are going back online and even the toys the that toys we play with. Yep. As kids are bringing a fortune because they want yep. to go back to their childhood, and it's the same deal. 
And it makes you wonder on these 1466s, 4020s, whatever, because you still, around here where we live, I'm not talking for South Carolina or Missouri, whatever, nobody farms with an open tractor. I don't care if you farm 300 acres or 3,000 acres. You're not doing it with the 1466 in our neck of the woods. No. You have at least a 7120 if you're a small farmer. You got a 50, you got 1086, you, you got, got something. something. You've you're, even got a 14 with a cab. Yeah. You're not setting open station. You're you're not you're not no. working 500 acres. No. In general, I'm sure there's an outlier there somewhere. Yeah, so. and there might be a hay guy that mows hay with a 1066 or whatever. Yeah, I'm not. There's guys doing plenty of small jobs with them or whatever, yeah. but going in day in, day out, working tillage ground yeah. with an open station tractor doesn't happen around here. I have not met an open station tractor on the road pulling a field cultivator, planter, whatever, for years. If you did, area. it was somebody moving an obscenely big field cultivator. Yeah. Because that was a tractor that was sitting at the front of the shed. They're moving it from one farm yes. to the next to change the shovels on it, whatever. Yep. They're not actually going to pull it with yep. that tractor. And I'm talking within 30, 40, 50 miles of where yeah. we live. You draw a circle, Yeah. nobody's doing it. Yeah. I mean. Exactly. And so when you see these tractors bring this kind of money, it you know, it, it makes you scratch your head as to, to really what is going on because they're obviously not farming with them in our area. They're, they're no, not. I, I'll no, argue they're, they're just buying them because they can. Right. Same reason a dog licks himself. Like, I and I appreciate it, and I would like to do more of it myself. I have a hard time being a tractor collector because I'm not a tractor collector. But to buy one to just leave a set, and I got plenty of stuff that, that's not getting used to its full capacity. I mean. Yeah. Let's face it, we all have, Yeah, you know, I got more tractors than I need. But I'm a tractor guy, so that's kind of where I'm at. But, but uh, I don't know, you, you can follow it. I remember when, it wasn't all that long ago, although it was long ago. You know, in my mind, it wasn't that far back. But I remember when the W Series Internationals were hot, like a W9. Like, everybody wanted a W9. And then it just kept moving forward and forward and forward. And it, it always ends up being what the generation that's about our age now or a little bit older than us grew up on. That's what's hot. Yeah. Whatever they had as kids that now they can afford to rebuy now and just have set in the shed just so they can say, by gosh, I used to put, yep. you know, however many, back then didn't have hour meters, but I used to spend, you know, every spring and fall working ground, you know, we farmed a thousand acres or whatever it was back then on a, you know, thirty ten, yep. you know, whatever it was, pick your poison, and uh, and which is cool. That's great that farmers are that nostalgic and they do that. Yeah, because there's nobody in the manufacturing industry that's like, yeah, no. that CNC punch press is a pain in the ass. I'm gonna buy yeah. <laughs> this manual machine right. over here because that's what my granddad had this right. factory. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. steam power this bitch, yeah. and we're gonna run it through. You know, we're gonna yeah. punch holes in steel with that or whatever. Yeah. What you, you whatever it was. You don't you see know? an excavator guy going out buying a traco that because that's what my dad started on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's not collecting a traco because his dad used to clean fence rows out. You know, yeah. whatever. He's like, yeah, that was neat, man. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. We got this all nice cab model, and yeah. Well, and I, we, you know, we've talked about this in the past. I still think our generation is the last generation that will buy those tractors. My son, you know, we got an 856 out here. He thinks it's cool, you know, but he's never spent 10 hours a day on that tractor. He, he's never tried tuning in a fender radio. Yeah. He, you know, he thinks it's great. He can fart around here in a lot with it, you know, yeah. do whatever. And it's cool. Same way they're a 4020, whatever. It's great. But, you know, I've thought of it several times. It's like, you know, that'd be a good summer project for him. Yeah. If you ever had, if, say you plant 100 acres of wheat, 
you know, go buy a little bitty disc somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, 10-foot disc and put behind the 856 and say, okay, now go work that wheat stubble down in yeah. July when it's 100 degrees out. We'll see how much you like that tractor when you get off of it. Then. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like, yeah, that's, you're exactly right. Like, I got a 1468 that, that I need to repaint. It's low hour. We bought it when I was 13 or 14 years old. 14, I think. And we used it. It was one of our bigger tractors for years. Then we you know, got bumped to a plant and tractor or whatever, and then it started to become a little more viable, and we kind of parked it in the shed. It needs repainted, but I've always been putting it off until my son was old enough to help me with it so he could appreciate it. Yeah. And that time has come now. Now that I'm out of the pulling deal or whatever, that's kind of on my agenda for this summer. Hopefully I can pull that off. It may be this year, maybe next year. We'll see. But uh, like I said, last of a dying breed. But things are so much different. Like, And I'm not bragging on our generation, but, you know, I was at this Kid Rock concert here this last two days ago or last night. And he's like, for for one song, can you guys pretend it was what it was when we were kids and put your cell phones in your pockets? I want to sing one song with no cell phones yeah. doing it or whatever. I'm like, you know, you think about that. It's like, we grew up with no cell phones. It was fine. Yeah, totally Never, fine. Didn't have a problem with, in the world. Like, those come out. I mean, I had one when I was 16. It was a bag phone, and that was basically so I, you know, dad could call me to go get parts here or there right. or wherever. I was probably 19 or 20-ish, had a bag phone. But, but yeah, it was by no means. You just you, you didn't just grab that thing and call somebody. No, it, cost it, you a it, fortune. it better be, it better be yeah. important. Like, you kept the call short, except you didn't call for fun. You know, you know the one songs that talk me to death, like, you got free nights and weekends. Yeah. Like, that was a big, I remember when Kelly and I first started dating. Like, we would wait till the clock turned, whatever, because yeah. her plan was cheaper past yeah. a certain right. hour or whatever, and, and that's when we talked, yep. you know, which forced her to stay up later, which I'm sure was killing her. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, we're the last generation. We didn't have the internet. No. Our kids will never know what it's yep. like to not have the internet unless the power goes out. Yep. Like, they don't fully appreciate that's that. That's right. You go back to those old tractors, and it's like, you know what? How liberating it was to to get in a tractor that had air conditioning. Like that wasn't all that common when we were kids. Some people had cab tractors, but the air didn't work. Yeah. It never worked. We had a forty two thirty when I was a kid with a year round cab. Never had air yeah. conditioning in it from the time it was bought to the time it left the farm. I Ever. fully appreciate year round cabs, but those things weren't worth a shit year round. Exactly. But when it was super badass cold, not having the wind blow on you wasn't all that bad. Whether That's the right. heat worked or not, not having the wind blow on you was better than a heat hauser. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Hop in a new tractor today, try to open the windows. Can't. They don't. Yeah. They don't. Nope. You know, I, and the funny part is, is let's take your 1468, for example. You know, you remember as a kid, it, it worked its way up through the chain of command. You know, you've done a little tillage with it, then you kind of retired to a plant tractor a little bit, and then parked in a shed. So you had memories growing up using it. Yes. But this time around, you and your son's memories may be driving it in a parade after yeah. we repainted it. Yeah, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. He's never going to know working in the field. No. You don't know how bad it pained me to turn that tractor over to my dad and let him plant with yeah. it. Because that was my tractor. I was right. the only one that ever ran. Right. When we bought it used, I mean, I chiseled with it. I dissed with yeah. it. My brother ran the fuel cultivator on a different tractor. So basically just disking and chiseling is what we did with it. And it's like... I was getting upgraded to a cab tractor, but I my my tractor, yeah. my baby, that my brother had heckled me on, 
which let's face it, a fourteen sixty eight sucks compared to a fourteen sixty six. Oh, and as far as in the field, but, but it I, looks. But, 10 but, times but I cooler. had the last laugh because mine's worth way more than his fourteen sixty six ever will be, and it looks way cooler. Yep. <laughs> got you know got bumped down. And does like, well, you know, okay, I need to plant with that. I'd like to get rid of this 1256. We'll plant with that, and we'll get the scab tractor, and you can run that. It's like, damn, I don't know if I want to make that trade. Yeah. It's like when you're you a know. kid, somebody's going to ride your four-wheeler. It's like, yeah, you know. maybe, maybe not. No, nah, no, it ain't, it ain't worth it. No. Nope. You know, I. you can ask my wife. I hate getting rid of things. Like, getting rid of things is not my deal. Not that I'm a hoarder by any means, but. Once it's mine, I like it to be mine. You're the opposite of your dad. He'll sell anything. He'll no sell everything for sale. Yep. Man, no give away what. my dog with me standing right there. I'm yep. like, where'd my dog go? He's like, oh, that guy really thought that dog was cool. I made, I threw that in on the deal. I'm like, yeah. you gave away my dog. He's like, yeah, we don't like that dog anyway. Like, I like that dog. <laughs> right. You might not like right. him, but I, I thought he was okay. Yep, didn't matter to him. <laughs> yeah, my most favorite dog in the world he gave away. Well, you know, he can live in the country now. Did he? Can this dog speak? Did he say he wanted to live in the country? Yeah. I thought he was living a pretty good life here, but I get—I mean, I guess not. I guess not. But, uh, yeah, we're the last generation on that one where it's nostalgic on some of that, I'd say. You and, know. and the bad, or not, not the bad part, but, you know, literally, we were the last generation. I mean, and we caught it by a hair of, you know, a couple, four or five channels on the TV, yeah. no internet, open station, old farm equipment. Yeah. You know, I mean, we actually got to to ride the wave up. You know, it's not like we were farming with M's and H's. Don't get me wrong there. But, you know, we got to do the old stuff, but have got to Experience be the, the new. early adopters on the new stuff. Yeah. You know, I always remember driving down the road with my dad. He'd be like, 67 Ford Fairlane. You know, 73, whatever it was. You know, he'd name them all off. Well, back then, there wasn't many cars to choose from. And every year, something was a little bit different. You're not going to wheel down the road today and be like, oh, that's a yeah. 2007 Acadia. Yeah. Could be an 07, could be an 08, could be an 09. Now they look so similar. Yeah, you think it's an change. Acadia and you get up there and it's a Buick Enclave. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I was trying to explain that to my daughter the other day and she's like, she wasn't getting it. I'm like, well, in my day, it was, you could still kind of do that. Yeah. Barely for a while. Now that that's over, you know, there, there's too many models and I mean, stuff. Doesn't. It's it's funny how it changes too. even. So friend and neighbor over here, we was butchering some hogs today and he's got an old, I'm going to say it's a shoot. I don't know. 96, 97. It'd be Luke. You got yeah. that old power stroke, that green one. Oh, yeah. And you know, that's a late nineties power stroke. Yeah. And you know, it was cold today and we get it to, to head back up to the farm, whatever, you know, he turns the key and it literally felt like we sat there for 10 minutes. You know, the wait to start like, you know, I mean, we sat oh, there yeah. and sat there and sat there and sat there and finally goes off and starts it, you know, which I assume new trucks now are not anywhere near like that, are they? Or? It doesn't take as long. My bitch on that is it said wait to start. Right. What did you do? You waited to start. You waited to start it. We went to all universal terms. Yep. So now it's I'm a dipshit, and I recently have switched from a droid to an to an Apple, and and we won't get into that debate. Universal symbols are the dumbest thing ever came up with, man. Like anytime you want to do something, it doesn't matter what it is, just put the words on there. It's not that hard. Most of the time, it's two, maybe three words, explains it. Nope. Instead, we've got a universal symbol that doesn't mean shit to anybody. Nope. It's just a faggly squiggly line that. Yeah. 
Doesn't mean nothing. Yeah. If you send if you send Joe out to start your truck, and she hops in, and says wait to start. She can read. She says wait to start. She's gonna wait to start. The light goes off. Can fire it up. If a squiggly line lights up, that don't mean shit to yep. anybody. Not I don't care if Europeans can drive my shit. No offense to the Europeans if you're listening to it. I don't care if anybody right. that doesn't speak English make a separate dash for it. That's Ain't right. that big a deal. Yep. I don't like universal symbols. No, I agree 100%. And Deer's been doing that shit for years. I mean, and not just Deer. I mean, all of them. Everybody's yeah. doing it, but it, it it's frustrating from that standpoint. But you're right. It's like you hop in there and you're like, da 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 I mean, my old man had a... 8640 bought new, my brother owns now, diesel, tur- Hypermax turbo on it, whatnot. Stoutest truck, you know, just unbelievable back in the day. Awesome. You hop in that thing now and you're like, yeah. Do, 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 do. We're going to go anywhere. Right. Oh shit, now we're going. Holy shit, we can't stop. You know, yeah. the brakes suck. Yeah. Not that they're wore out. It's just That's the braking power. You know, it's drums in the back. They're not great. You barely got going. You know, I remember if you had four tens and a Ford back then on a diesel, you could run 75. You had 355s, you could run 90. Uh-huh. That was it. Didn't matter. There was no overdrive back in then. That's as, That was wide open. Flat on the floor, 75 or 90. Pick your gear ratio. Yep. That's what you had. Because all the livestock trailer guys were like, oh, we get four tens. Newsflash, you ain't driving down the interstate like yep. you're running wide open to go anywhere. Yep. 355s, well, now I ain't got enough power. Well, you can solve that a little bit, you know. Now you hop in a newer truck, and it's like, you're 110? That will set the cruise. You know, ain't yeah. no big deal. Man, and you're going to be plenty of throttle left. We're, we're good to go. We can stop it. We can do whatever. It's a whole bunch of electronic shit that doesn't need to be involved in all the newer stuff. But it, uh, it, it was just totally different world. Like, they'll never appreciate that. So, like in the diesel world, because, you know, I, I'm not a an engine mechanic at all. It never happened. You, I mean, you tear something up on a field goal or whatever i can fix it but as for when it comes to motors i don't touch them because i don't know enough about yeah. them so is are diesels the same way that are now are you getting the younger kids now that he comes straight out of college he can work on your 8rx but you bring your 86 ford in he's like the hell you know he because he can't plug the computer it would be like a kid nowadays if you took a vehicle in and said you know i need you to set the points on this truck and it's like, well, he's never had to do that. You know, everything's yeah. just totally different. You're exactly right. So the the Jokois is kind of amongst technicians of this, in this day and era, that you guys send two guys. One guy that can run the laptop, the other guy that can fix it. Because usually the guy that can run the laptop doesn't know shit about the mechanics of the engine. Like, he's not timing the cam, he's not doing this, that, but he's the one that can pull the engine codes. Because the old guy don't want to learn, yeah, can't learn whatever, and I fall into a little bit of both category. I'm not worth a shit at either one, probably. But you know, like you said, on the points or whatever, you, you start talking to these new guys. But like, I'm a diesel guy. I've always been a diesel guy. I grew up with diesels. My grandpa adopted diesels early on, so I we didn't have much anything gas growing up. You threw a carburetor in front of me. I'm either swapping it for a diesel engine or I'm converting it to fuel injection because carburetors. Work off magic, yeah. near as I can tell. Yeah, like, they're fickle. I mean, you know, when my dad's like, oh, you damn kids, you can't ever start a carburetor vehicle. I'm like, uh, you start it. I'm like, I don't have the benefit of 1975 gas. Right. You, you know, you give me some gas from 1975, this thing will probably run. Yeah. You give me some gas from now, it's half water. It kind of ain't worth a shit. Like, 
you probably can't make it work either. We're switching to electronic ignition. You know, now you got to pick, are you going to work this tractor? You're going to piddle with it. Cause we're putting, if you're working, it would put these spark plugs in, in it. If you're just piddling with it, we put D 21s in it, you know, take your pick D 15 Y's for one D 21s for the other. Like, you know, you got to make your choice. You can't do both. I'm like, God, oh, just give me a fucking diesel. So this thing just <laughs> runs and it goes on. Like, you know, I have to make the choice with a diesel. It just runs. Yeah. It just does what it's supposed to do, yep. especially your older diesels or whatnot. But yeah, but, uh, you know, I, some of your old injection pumps or whatnot, it's like, yeah, I might, you know, dad can rebuild them and like lickety split. It's no big deal. Just hammer those out. No big deal. But there's like 4,000 versions of the damn things, you know, well, here, I'll, you got to know how to do this. I'm not going to see another one of these for five years. Yeah. I can barely remember what I did yesterday. You know, you had the benefit of them. Yeah. There those things you rebuilt them, you know, three a week for 25 years. You know, that's not the case now. You know, all those, all those old things are becoming lost arts. Oh, for sure. Rebuilding old injection pumps, carburetors, tuning carburetors. Yeah. You know, getting the points set just right, so on and so forth. That's all becoming, you know, when I moved here three or four years ago, I went to fire up the old scout. Wouldn't start. So I got my dollar, I popped the distributor cap off, got my dollar bill out, slipped it through the points, put the cap back on, boom, fires right up. Next generation, one, you're not going to do that with cryptocurrency, which is probably what they'll have. And they've never seen a set of points in their life. Yeah. You know? And I'm not great at them, but, you know, the dollar bill made it work. Yeah. Well, I don't know what's magic about a dollar bill, but that's always what you use. Right. Exactly. You know, and it, uh, Not tens or twenties, dollar bill. Well, well, you can't afford to lose a ten. Right, probably. exactly. Can't afford to lose a ten. But, yeah, I mean, just, it's, it's, I mean, that, and progress has always been that way. Like, you know, you can find your old horse guy, horse guy that could train a horse to pull a plow or whatever it was. Or whatever, those guys, you know, they don't exist anymore. Yeah, it's stuff we've know? never even thought about. No. The, no, you know, you wouldn't and, even think about it. And the next generation was so glad to have an M or an H. Oh yeah. They could give two shits about training that horse to pull that plow. Yep. You know, but now we're out of guys can make an M or an H run. Yeah. You know, have you ever thought about how different your job would be just based on what you do today on a daily basis? And let's just say you've done the same thing, but we drop you back in time 30 years. Look at how much fuel has changed. You throw yeah. diesel fuel on a fire day, it'll put the fucking fire out. It will. I'm not sure. It will. You. It will put it out. When we were kids, it didn't blow up like gas, but it goddamn sure didn't put the fire out. No. It, when I, know, I will never forget when I was a kid, we were camping with some friends, and Dad had Dad always bought premium, Amico premium, standard premium at the time. And he threw some, some diesel on this fire, and his buddy kind of Shoot his ass a little bit for throwing gas on. That's like that. That's not gas. That's you know premium Amico diesel. And he was buying some shitty off breed diesel or whatever, and it wasn't near as good as the as the Amico. And when he threw his on, it didn't flare up like that. Like I said, now you buy it. Doesn't matter what diesel you buy, you throw it on a fire. You're probably gonna put it out. Like I that. will assure you, if you take and you just throw some split wood in a fire ring, and then soak it in diesel fuel and light a paper towel and throw it in there. It will not ignite. I will yeah. promise you that. I will lay my life yeah. savings on it. When yeah. we were kids, it would have it, it would light. It will not ignite now. No, you're exactly I'm right. not saying if you have an open flame and you dump diesel on it, it's not going to flame up some. But it will. if, if it's the size of a Bic lighter or less, the diesel fuel will put the flame out. I yeah. will guarantee it. You're exactly it. right. And that was nowhere near the case back in the day. No. 
which is why most of that shit barely runs now, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, just think if if you could drop a 1066 or just get the fuel from 30 years ago and drop it in a 1066 today, you'd think, I really do have something. You know, now we're like, well, this thing, you know, it's kind of a piece of shit. You know, I wouldn't use it in the field, but we're running shit fuel through them. Think what you could do with an 8RX yeah. with that diesel fuel. Yeah. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Is Much there anything, when you was in the pulling world, I mean, was there any kind of way you could ever get diesel fuel that wasn't formulated? I mean, I'm sure you... Um, so, there, there are several different people that sell a variety of diesel. None of it's as good as what it was back then, in, in my opinion. So, in the pulling world, you know, you've got your, your Shides, your Hazleys, which is, you know, good premium diesel with some cetane, some lube additives, you know, cause we're post, we're post, when you and I were kids, it was high sulfur. Absolutely. The good shit, the shit you wanted. You can't, obviously you can't get that anymore. So their stuff is, and I'm not trying to put words in their mouths or whatever, and, but there's several different companies that sell that. You know, it's, it's basically extra filtration they've done through it. And it's got a ton of cetane, lube additives, whatever. And then you've got your B100s, your corn diesels, whatever. Corn diesel's hard to find. But corn diesel's good shit. Really? B one hundred's good shit. One hundred percent soybean oil. It's really good um, for power. Sloppy melts fuel lines or whatever. Like it'll eventually soak through the hoses. Same with corn. All that shit comes with at a cost, but it, it's good from a performance standpoint. But uh, it, it's kind of nasty to deal with. Where, in my opinion, where soy diesel gets a bad rap is it kind of got lumped in with biofuel chicken fat and this that and the other doesn't throw me any straight up b100 or straight bean oil pretty good it's got its negatives like i said with the fuel lines and whatnot if you're running it all the time and it sets in there or whatever but it makes power but chicken fat all that shit you know that shit starts to gel at like 60 degrees it doesn't take any you know so it kind of gets a bad rap and plugs fuel filters and then you got this whole other issue but it, it coming out of somebody's fry daddy you know there's right. a whole lot of gamut on that and none of that shit's near as good as reagan era diesel fuel no just give me shit from when ronald reagan was was speaking we'll call it a day yeah i i would love to know uh i'm a scientist would be the right word but you know find find me somebody that could blend it the way that it was back then, yeah. Just to run it through some new stuff today, just to see yeah. what happens. Yeah, you know. it probably couldn't take the high sulfur. Who knows? Right. But, well, it'd plug up all the emission shit. I'm sure. Yeah, but, and throw codes and everything else. But. Yeah, but they throw codes regardless. So mm-hmm. you know, it's like today I was jacking with a skid loader. It's a fourteen, fifteen, whatever it was. Flipping through the owner's manual. For those of you that write the owner's manuals, I need you to do me a favor. I want you to go in your bathroom. I want you to look in the mirror. I want you to punch yourself in the face. Right smack in the, in the middle of the face. I want you to video it and send it to me. You've done a TikTok on this. The index is not an index. No. You can fuck up the whole rest of the manual, but if you do the index correctly, I can still mutter my way through it. But the index is so screwed in all those that it just makes me want to scream. But, uh, and where we're going, that's what the hell we're even talking about. 
I just lost my train of thought. But uh, I'm so I, was, I got so pissed off about the index thing that I'm, <laughs> he was working on that skid loader. Yeah, <laughs> I got so mad about the index thing I, I can't function. But um, you know, it just it just infuriates you on where we've where we've gone on some of that. It, it, it's just mind boggling that we we've come full circle on on the stupidity of like the the manual tells you four thousand things about safety tells you. All these different things doesn't tell you shit about anything you might want to know about. Yeah. We, the electrical sections, Mr. Hydraulic, we, we, we blended it all. We've, we've, we've just muddled it down into utter stupidity. Yeah. I, I just, it's mind boggling to me. Now, it, and that's what lawyers have done to this country. Mm-hmm. We can't learn the stuff that we need to learn in the owner's manual. We got to learn about all the safety and, you know, don't jump out of it while it's moving. Well, no shit. No I'm, shit. I, you know. Yeah, it, it, it's a skid loader. The door's closed and the, the thing's down. I can't get out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, it, it's it's infuriating at that level. Like, And like you was talking earlier, to back up a little bit, you know, you were talking about your brother's truck, the 86 Ford or whatever it was, you know, that he bought from your dad. Once again, it would be neat to put old diesel fuel in that truck and run it. Yeah. I, it's still obviously not going to be no new power stroke but but it would still run better it than would it run, does exactly yeah. yeah it wouldn't be near the dog that you think it is that, yeah. because i know for a fact when we were 16 18 years old them trucks weren't that big of a piece of shit no. like, like we think they are today yes i mean they had the, some fuel had, the fuel had some btus in it then. yeah them, them would trucks run. would run they had some power but you're right nowadays you step on one you're like this thing sucks yeah. I mean, it won't do anything yeah exactly yeah I mean, it's never going to go back to that, I'm sure. But no. Gosh, I sure wish it would. I'm still curious to see how we transition out of fuel. I mean, how how is this ever going to work right here in rural America where we live? You know, they're, they're talking about everything's going electric. And, and so let's just take what we were just talking about, all these tractors. And I'm not talking old tractors. Let's just say I go to an auction tomorrow and I buy a three-year-old, you know, 8RX John Deere tractor, give 200 and some thousand dollars for it, probably closer to three, nice front wheel assist. But we're going to phase all this shit out in the next 10 years. What the fuck am I going to do with this tractor? I just gave $300,000 for it a yeah. few years ago. So now you're telling me it's worth nothing now because I, I can't buy diesel fuel for it because I have to go electric? Who's going to yeah. eat that? I mean, yeah, you can't do that. There There is no fucking way this is going to work and, and you, yeah. the power grid won't hold the charging anyway no. but, you know kind of back on the old diesel fuel thing and and this has been back when i was 14 15 whatever so you know 30 years ago but still the tractor was old at the time i'll never forget one of dad's friends had a w9 sitting in a fence row they were done with this tractor but for some reason they had topped it off with fuel they filled it up with fuel and they parked it literally Parked it in the fence row. Didn't need any more. Junk. Done with it. Parked it in the fence row. So fast forward, what was that? 40 years? Yeah, probably. 40 years to when I'm 14 or so from when the W9 got parked. He's going to get, because W9s are hot. He wants to get it going. Him and dad literally pulled out of the fence row. They pulled about from me to you. Popped the clutch. Boom fires right off no rust in the tank no bullshit just fires up runs pretty good 
bring out the shop, do a few things, rebuild, you know, tweaks a couple things, gets it repainted, good to go. Try that with today's yeah. diesel fuel. Yeah, that ain't going to work. No. Ain't going to work. No. That tractor's still running today, to my knowledge. The guy, same guy's still got it. it. It shows you how much water is in the fuel because it, the shit evaporates. Go fill a tractor tank up. Take an old 1066, fill it full of fuel, and go check on it in five years, and it's about a half a tank because it's all evaporated. It's fucking water. Dump it on a concrete floor. Dump two gallons on a concrete floor. See how much is there in the morning. Yeah. Ain't going to be much. No. No. Ain't going to be much. Nope. It's shit fuel. I don't care what they say. all the way around. And, you know, and I mean, we don't need to beat a dead horse, but we've talked about this whole deaf shit and the amount of pollution that deaf causes because now i gotta have a plastic tank in the back yeah. of my truck to haul mm-hmm. them to my combine well people had to drive to work to make that plastic tank right mm-hmm. people had to drive semis to haul that plastic tank to me yeah. people had to haul the def to the deer store to where i can go buy def to put in my plastic tank yeah. now i gotta haul it home then i gotta have four mechanics show up because my def system fucked up yeah and it just on and on and, on. and there is no way that has ever save the environment i will argue that to the day i die the net gain on that is zero that's actually a negative yeah it is but unbelievable they but they don't look at big picture on that well they look at we invested in the deaf companies early and yeah. we're making killer money out yeah. Of it. yeah now we all have to put sulfur on corn right because why yeah. we don't get acid rain anymore yeah remember you when don't... acid rain was going to take the paint oh, right yeah. off your car yep does anybody just... anybody listening have documented proof that acid rain took the paint off their car I turtle wax, all your different wax oh. companies. They were coming up with special wax. Oh, you had to wax your car with this, or your paint was going to be laying on the ground next to your car. Acid rain was eating it all off. My parents had cars the whole time, and we did wax them, but not a single one of them ended up falling off from the floor to acid rain, to my knowledge. Yeah. There's a hole in the ozone. We had to quit using Aquanet and et cetera, et cetera, because we had a hole in the ozone. Here's I can tell I let the heat out. Exactly. You know, I, <laughs> just it, just like that Facebook post I made the other day. Now that I'm on Facebook, you can follow me if you want to. But we've cleaned the environment up so much that we're not shading the sun out, and now it's hotter. Yeah. I firmly believe that. Yep. We need to be burning tires, everything at, we at can. What, at what point in time do they tell everybody that still has a diesel vehicle to go outside and start it up and let it run and jack the throttle three times yeah. to put some filter back in the air? Exactly. So the sun doesn't beat down. Like, like that wouldn't surprise me in the least if the libtards come up with that plan to right. solve this in the end. Oh, here's a good one. I seen this on the local news today, uh, which time this airs, there ain't no, ain't going to do no good to go Google it. So now the state of Illinois is all huffed off because all these fucking stupid windmills just north of us. Yep. Last year killed 180 bald I eagles. That. I heard that. And they're already pissed because these bald eagles are eating lead out of the fucking lakes. And if somebody shoots a deer and guts it, then they eat the the, the guts and then they get the lead and it kills yeah. them. So we're killing bald eagles left and right. But obviously the hunters and the guns are the, the majority of the problem, even though we killed two eagles doing that. But the fucking windmills have killed 180. Well, you know, we got to leave that. I mean, you know, that was just a fluke, you know. Yeah. But it, it did say that that company had to pay, I forget how many millions of dollars. And now they're on probation. I heard that. Or whatever, which to me is all fine. I'm ready to go get some bald eagles and train them to fly into the fucking windmills because the company can go out of business and we can tear the fucking windmills down. And I think you're missing the obvious solution here, Tony, and that's where you put up a sign that says, free fly zone, no bald eagles, just like they do with guns. 
You're perfectly you safe if they put up a sign that says, don't bring one in here. Right. They should put a sign up to tell the Eagles, don't fly into here. Right. And they'll be fine. Right. It'll take care I, of itself. I'm going to be straight up right now. We don't have hardly any bald eagles around here. I mean, it, it's not a rarity to see one, but it's they're not just everywhere. I have no use for bald eagles. They're like a fucking, they're no different than a hawk and everything else. They kill all your game. They're fucking scavengers. They're useless. The The bald eagle symbol means nothing to me. You know, somebody labeled that as the American emblem, whatever, one but, vote away from being the turkey. You're right, exactly. The, the bald eagle had... The, it, the, it didn't help win any wars to, to make me any more free than I am today, you know. <laughs> is what I'm getting the at. The carrier pigeon, that's right. where we're at. Too. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I love bald eagles, but I'm not going to lie, they scare me a little bit. Like, the symmetries are huge. Right. They can pick up some pretty big shit. I've seen them grab a few things, and I'm like, damn. Right. To grab that and fly off? That's what I mean. Mm. I... I don't really want them around here. I don't misunderstand me. I'm not going to go out and start shooting bald eagles, to, you know, obviously. But it, it, it don't bother me that they're not around here. I don't give a shit that they're dying. I, I could care less. I, I just, that it's it's stupid. The whole fucking thing is stupid. The windmills, the bald eagles, all of it. Well, anytime, and I hate to keep going down this path, but anytime the government tries to, to solve a problem, they create five more. Exactly. Prime we're, example. We're going to introduce this. Clean energy with a windmill. We're going to introduce this, whether it's windmill clean for clean energy. We're going to introduce wolves here. We're going to introduce this over here. Whatever it is, they fuck up five other things right. and totally screw the ecosystem. And then they blame the taxpayer and charge yeah. them to fix it. That, that's exactly what I'm getting at. I, I, I don't. I don't give a shit about the bald eagle one way or the other. I mean, I really don't. I don't. I don't care for them as a predatory animal. They kill a lot of rabbits, squirrel, you know, shit that we always hunted as we were kids. But on the on the same token, I'm not a big hunter anymore either. Don't really care. But just like you said, they we have to create all these windmills to make yeah. clean energy. Now we're killing bald eagles. So the way I look at that, if this was guns or something that they didn't like then it would just be just a, a an immediate ban on all yep, of it got, yep, gotta get rid of it yeah so why can't we do that on windmills now let's kill them bald eagles that's the national bird so we got, we need to get rid of all the yeah. fucking windmills then that's the way i see it seems seems like a plausible plan to me what's good for the goose is good for the gander right that's or the, the eagle that's exactly the case maybe <laughs> that's exactly right yeah but we'll no, never have to, you know we'll never do that I mean, no you know, no what we'll what we'll do is Come up with some government bought and property to house eagles where there aren't windmills. And yeah, we'll spend a bunch of taxpayer dollars to solve that problem. Yeah. That's exactly what'll happen. And you and I will get fucked in the end and put the whole bill for all of it. Coming and going. Yeah. Never fails. Nope, doesn't seem to. I do not get it. I'll never understand it. And. I don't know. We got to be careful because we're going to get on a political rant. Yeah. <laughs> we're, yeah. We're, I was just we're, debating we're that. I'm just, like, how, how far down this rabbit hole uh, do I want to go? Yeah. No, I hear you. We're just getting ready to tip over the end of the skis and head down the slope. Yeah. But, yeah. Nothing good can come down. We're on old vintage machine. <laughs> we, yeah, here stick, we are. We're now bald eagles sliding yeah, into windmills. Yeah. We better stick back with that. But now nah, I, I tell you. And not to knock the AC guys, but then again, I'm going to knock you because holy shit. So I was in a 70-40 the other day. 
I don't want to hear anymore. There ain't a fucking AC guy in the world that can make fun of a 1086. No. If you can get in and out of that cab, you're a smaller man than I. Holy shit. Does that make thing? Oh my gosh. Is that miserable? And then jumper is a power shift. That makes a case look like a viable option on my farm. <laughs> you didn't know if you're going forward or backwards. It doesn't matter what gear you got it in. It could go forward. It could go backwards. It might take off smooth. It might just jump, push the clutch in, might just slam the brakes to a halt. And I know I'm going to get flame for this. And it's probably out of adjustment. This end of the, and it probably is. It's old. But that cab still sucks, no matter how you slice yeah. it. Like, they it managed does. to find a way. After I realized that thing's, what, 75 to 77 or whatever they made them. But they kept that cab for a little bit. Yeah. They managed to stuff that thing on a giant four-wheel drive. Yeah. When you have two exhaust pipes and a cab big enough for an igloo cooler, but not big enough for you. They were just as bad as the Vision Guard John Deere cab, oh, if not worse. They're miserable. They're, way, they're more miserable than a Vision Guard. Yeah. What a pile of shit. You couldn't give me one of those things. I, I actually damn near hugged my dad after that. I'm like, hey, thanks. He's like, what for? I'm like, because if I'd grown up with these, I wouldn't be standing here now. No. I'd have quit long ago. I just never could understand on the Alice Chalmers, and the guys jump up and down about the D21s, which was nothing, and all these other tractors. And it took till like, what, 1989 before you took the shifter out from between your fucking feet on an AC tractor? <laughs> I mean, it was way late well, in the game. This, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't quite 89, but this one had, this one shifts on the side, and the, and the shifting on it actually isn't horrible. But it jumps around. Like, you, you're not edging close to anything. Like, you're going to get near your implement, and you're going to pull it back with a come-along. Like, it was horrible. <laughs> Jump ass around. You push the clutch in all the way. So much just slams the brakes, comes to a screeching stop. It just, that's once you're, once you get over the fact you're pissed off that you can't fit through the door in the cab. <laughs> like, I showed a guy in the shop. I'm like, my shoulder touches this side. My shoulder touches that side. I'm up against the steering wheel. I got nowhere to go. There's no way to navigate in here where I'm not rubbing against a bunch of shit. I was telling him, I'm like, I got to envision Nick running this tractor back in the day and be like, hmm, there's a rock in the field. Fuck it, I can't get in and out. I'm just going over it. Like, it's got to be a sizable-ass rock before I'm getting out of this thing. Like, this thing sucks so bad to get in and out of. I'm just going to let it go. Like, I don't care. I never had one, thank goodness. And this was a maroon belly, if that makes any difference for you diehard AC guys. Because I know that's what you're going to flame me on. Well, was it a black one? No. It was there. It was your diehard vintage maroon. You know, but it sucked. Hydraulic hose leaking. I think we can get to yeah, the end. I think I can make it to the end. Now I'm going to call somebody. This thing sucks ass. Yeah. Jaws of life to get in and out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I just could, I couldn't do it. I, and I just, not that, not that any of the other tractors of that era were easy to get in and out of, whether it's a Vision Guard, a 1086, They're easier whatever. than that. I'm but, like, I knew him there got wedged in this thing. It has three yeah. hydraulic filters on it. Three yeah. hydraulic filters. The thing flows like four gallon a minute. It's got three hydraulic filters. Yeah. My freaking Kubota with a hydraulic dump bed has more hydraulics on it than that piece of shit. <laughs> it just mesmerizes me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they sold them to somebody. Now, once again, I know the AC guys are going to get mad about it. It's like a D21. Them guys just go The front nuts. tires damn near touch the back tires. Those short coupled pieces of shit. And they're damn near as tall as the back yes. tires on any of them I've ever seen. Exactly. I, I'm not a D21 guy by any means. 
No. What, was now that- you get into your older ACs, like your D19s. Well, they're not really older than a D21, probably, but your smaller ACs. Like some of those I can appreciate. A D21 does about as much for me as a pitcher of Justin Bieber. Yeah. It, ain't, it ain't doing much. Right. Like, was, I can get by without it. Was it like part of the Gleaner cult? So, you know, a lot of guys at 1466 International, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, they would always put the low-profile tires on the front, you know, and it looked cool because it leveled the tractor out. You yep. have this big, gaudy tire there. But the D21 guys were like, see if you can go out and get the uh, biggest oh. fucking tires you can put on it. Diamond treads. Exactly. Like, can we get this AC and put diamond treads on it? <laughs> Huh? But they loved their diamond tread front tires. Yeah. Loved them. Now, in AC's defense, their first cab wouldn't fit a freaking mouse. But their but the version after that, they tried to overcompensate. They tried to make it super big. I'm pretty sure those still sucked. And the rest of the tractor still wasn't great, but but the cab got bigger. Did they ever put a cab on a D twenty one? I've never seen a D twenty one with a cab on it. Ever. No, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know that I ever have. I'm sure there was. I'm sure your round had something for him, but uh, everyone I've, I've, ever I've ever seen one was open station. And what year would a D21 been made? Mid 70s. Yeah, ish. So they must have been trying to compete with a 6030. Most of those all got made into pulling tractors, just like a 6030. Even though I don't know why, because they weren't that great. But they had a following. Like I said, the the older ACs, I can appreciate. Kind of like the Massey stuff. Here's I could tell Ferguson was the downfall. Harris apparently had a good influence. Massey Harris is no bitch to a Massey Harris for their day. Pretty cool. Once they went Ferguson, yeah, kind of downhill. Yeah. Yeah. Massey, the last Massey Ferguson tractor I drove would have been like an 1130 or 35, whatever. N- not a terrible tractor. Now, granted, all we done with it was mowed and run an auger, but they were pretty crude. I mean, yeah. wasn't wasn't much comfort to them. I mean, not. Yeah. I'm not saying it was a piece of junk, but it just it was no forty twenty, Tony. Exactly. Yeah, you weren't just going to go out crim to a crim. Yeah. I mean, the other day, my back was hurting, so I just drove to a neighbor's house, hopped in that forty twenty. Ah, uh, like I felt fine. Yep. Like, exactly. I told the kids the that the other of those things. I told the kids that the other night they. Uh, the wife had bought a gallon of ice cream at town and they was going to put it in the microwave and thaw it so they could scoop it out. I said, see, if we'd had a 4020, I'd just went out and put it on the platform, started up for three minutes, and it had been melted. We had no, no doubt. But, no doubt. I mean, they're pretty much, you know, it's a little known fact. You know, the story goes that Jesus rode that donkey in on there and uh, whatnot in Jerusalem. who's actually on a 4020. Really? They, they don't want to tell that story. But, yeah, he was actually on a 4020. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Side console, of course. Oh, uh, yeah. Power shift, or was it? And, you know, that's a constant debate. Was it power yeah. shift? Was it a puzzle shifter? Yeah. One thing's for sure. He shook the wheel. Oh, I'm sure. But yeah. once he got going, and right on in Jerusalem, yep. he went. You know, it, they called it the donkey, but that was actually a pet name for the 4020. Got you. Yeah. That was created by God himself. Yeah, the backbone of America. I mean, America yeah. would not be here today. No. We would have been invaded by Canada had the 4020 not been in Oh, there. absolutely. Hell, yeah, absolutely. They were that that revolutionary, yeah. let yeah. me tell you. A little known fact, we didn't send tanks to World War II. We just sent, like, six 4020s. Is that right? Six 4020s, about 400 cases of ether. Yep. Took the Germans out. 
We didn't we didn't fire a shot. We just drove through there shaking the wheels, parading with our hands, run the and we're good to go. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's how we want it. Yeah. Oh, I I believe it. Yeah. Yep. They're, yeah. they're magical. They have healing powers you can't even believe. Oh, I, I would believe it. Great, great auger tractors. They just they yeah. work nice for that. Yeah. Yeah, supposedly. They weren't worth a fuck in the field back when they were tillage tractors, exactly. so they had to be something good for something later. Exactly. You'll never find anybody that says, you know, that thing was pretty badass on a plow. Now, yeah. they always tell you it was a great auger tractor. Uh-huh. Yep. But when you bought that so much new, you weren't running an auger with it. No. No. You yeah, had that, a, that was your workhorse. Yeah, you had a 620 on the auger. That was the new generation. Plus. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I'll bet if, if I was to go out to, tomorrow and make a TikTok, none of the younger generation would get this. If I was to take a can of Pepsi and put it on a 4020, <laughs> they would never get the choice of a new generation. No, they wouldn't. Right. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Pepsi Cola burned him up. Now he's drinking seven. That's right. Yeah, yep. the choice of a new generation. You remember the Cola Wars? God, the oh, commercials yeah. were were epic. Just so unbelievable. They? It's like you didn't know what to drink. No. Know, am I drinking Coke today? Am I drinking Pepsi? Like, who's more badass? Yeah, ain't, ain't it funny how commercials changed? You know, when when we were kids, of course, you know, you only had the few channels, but yeah, I mean, it was always that and McDonald's. I mean, all that stuff. But now, you know, it's fucking Tastes injury. great. Less filling. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's fucking injury lawyers. Yeah. And, you know, uh, maybe a car for people, company. For people yeah. drinking too much Coca-Cola or Pepsi. Yeah. yeah. I got to thinking the other day, our kids will never know. And even I didn't do this personally. But when I was a kid, you could smoke anywhere. You could walk through Walmart. They had mm. fucking ashtrays in Walmart. Remember them little? Yeah. They, were the, they, they looked wooden, but they were... Yeah, meal metal or whatever, you could smoke anywhere when we were kids. The mall, Walmart, McDonald's, the aluminum ones at McDonald's. Yeah, on every table, every table. Then they went to smoking sections and non-smoking sections. Which, if one person's smoking, the whole restaurant's a smoking section. Exactly, it don't matter. Yeah, yeah, that's Uh, something our kids will will never know. Never know it, and. To think about that now, you know, it's like, yeah, I rolled into Kmart today, bought a new shirt, smells like fucking smoke because everybody was walking around smoking it. Yeah. You know I mean? But you could you could smoke anywhere back then, other than a school or something, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's come along. Well, it, it's it's went a different path for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that it has. A buddy of mine bought a work car here before the gas deal, before FJB. And it's an old, like, Buick or something or another. It's like seven ashtrays in the thing. I mean, no matter where you look, there's an oh, ashtray. Oh, yeah. Every door. Yeah. It's behind the back of the seats. You know, now you buy a $90,000 pickup truck. You're not getting any. Yeah. I like, You're not even getting a lighter. The thing I love about John Deere, now, and I'm not talking the brand new tractors. I mean, I think our newest tractor is a 13 model, whatever. But, you know, over on the side there by the cup holder, it looks like an ashtray. It's built like an ashtray, but it's got the big cigarette with the circle and slash right. You know, it's it's not an ashtray, but yeah. it's it's still there. It's Don't like, put them there. Yeah. Well, what is it then? Yeah. Oh yeah, but I, I mean, every vehicle had ashtrays. Everywhere you could put one. Yeah. Yeah. Hell, airplanes. Yeah. Back then, I mean, boy, not yeah. anymore. Now you can't even smoke in the airport. No. Or on the 
campus because everything's a campus. Yeah. Yeah. Hospitals have went, you know, no smoking on the entire property, whatever. And I mean, not that I'm, I mean, I get it, but by the same token, What's that's, again? that's when freedom started to disappear. Yep. Yeah. I will never, ever forget this. And I'm not going to mention any names to call anybody out. And it was like what, 2000 and probably two or three when Illinois banned smoking in bars. Cause I know when I was 21, 22, you could, there was a couple years staying in there. Yeah, it was after that. It was probably maybe Oh five or something. Then Mary, no five. I'm going to say it was six or seven, eight. Okay. Somewhere into there. I'll, I'll never forget it. And of course, you know, I always smoked and I threw a shit fit when they said you can't smoke in bars anymore. And I made a comment to our group of friends one night that I said, when they tell you that you can't smoke in bars anymore and you can't do this, this, and this, the next thing is going to be your health care, and they're going to be able to tell you what you can and can't do when it comes yeah. to health care, this, that, and the other. And they all looked at me like I had two heads. They said, I mean, they, they literally yeah. said, you know, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You know, you're just a fucking radical. And lo and behold, what, a couple of years later, then we yeah. passed Obamacare, and now, well, you know, don't really know if you need to do that procedure. And it's just progressively getting worse as we go. It's the same thing my dad told me about seatbelts. As soon as they could force you to wear one of those, by God, they can tell you to do anything. Yep. Not wrong. Nope. That's exactly right. That's what happened. I just, it, the government's always trying to protect me from me. You know, I'll yeah. make my own decisions. It's fine. The only thing I need protection from is them. Exactly. <clears throat> and it's funny how they molded the, the mindset of the people. And that really come out during COVID, you know. Yeah. There towards the end, I started seeing that. Well, if you ain't vaccinated, then I don't give a fuck what happened. You go to the hospital, you yeah. you can't get a bet. You know, fuck you. Yeah. You know, but it didn't matter. You know, the guy that was a heroin addict that, yeah. you know, done whatever. And, you know, that he could have a bed. That was fine, you know, but yeah. it just. Because he likes shots and he got one. Yeah. Yep. It just, it's a fucking mess. Yeah. And then soon as this Russia deal, you know, well, we're going to draft people. Yep. Good news, you kicked all the unvaxxed out of the military, so I guess we ain't going. Exactly. Fight that yourself. Yep. Enjoy that. Yeah, oh. I don't know. I still think it's time for all of us, everybody listening, everybody else, I don't care, farmer, whatever. From now on, I, and I, I'm, I'm not lying on this, I check Native American on everything now. FSA office, all that. They can't ask. It's illegal to ask. I'm a Native American. I was born in America. Yeah. I am Native to America. I That's was fucking true. born here. So I am a Native American. Yeah, not wrong. And now apparently we can identify as whatever we want. So, you know, we've heard about different segments of people getting 120% forgiveness on loans, whatever. Yeah. Take advantage of it. It's illegal for them to ask. Go do it. Yeah, you're not wrong. It's time to fight fire. I'm sick of... Peaceful protests getting everybody nowhere. What what happened to the big trucker deal out in D.C.? I ain't heard shit about it. Kind of faded off. I heard more about the Canada one than the United yeah. States one. And I said from the word go, you guys are pissed in the fucking wind. Don't even waste your fuel. Yeah. If you're not willing to make a real change, you'd have done more good by parking the fucking trucks in the driveway and never moving them. Yeah. Versus going out there and driving in circles. I mean, I'm sorry, but that's just the way I feel. I mean, it didn't prove nothing. What, what changed? What has changed since they've done it? Nothing. Nothing. So what? what did it prove? And I don't want to get into a big political shit storm here, but I find it very ironic that the same people, when people were standing up against masks, against the vaccine mandate, 
whether they are for the vaccine or thought the mask works or not, that that's irrelevant to the topic. They were against the mandate. Well, you're just you're just so far in the right wing conspiracy. You're not even relevant. Okay, you're, you know you're not fighting for freedom. You're just, you're just being a dipshit, and you're just you know just holding us back. All right, okay, that's where you're at. I can work with that. But the Ukrainians look at the look at the plighted Ukrainian. Now they're standing up for freedom, and they should do that. They should stand up for their freedom. Yeah. A minute ago, I tried to do that at my doctor's office, and you told me I was, you know, useless. Yeah. Yep. Human debris needed to be sent to the front lines and and basically yep. executed. Yep. But now that the Ukrainians are doing it, yeah, it's a marvel thing. Yeah. Yep. Can't have it both ways. Exactly. I, I challenge everyone listening to this: look around and see how many times a day. You're being poked yep. a little bit by something. Yep. You know, back back when the earliest talk of a stimulus, way back, I'm talking the end of Bush, beginning of Obama, there was talk for a brief minute that we were going to not charge any tax on your paycheck. For January and February, that was the original plan. That was the original way they were going to put more money in, in your pocket. Yep. I told my wife, I'm like, that is great. I can't wait for that to happen. She's like, why is that? I'm like, because there'll be a revolution in March. If people, had, and I firmly believe, taxes should not be taken out of your check. Right. You should have to write that check once a month. Yep. You know how many people would be super pissed off if they knew how much money was coming out of their check every month? Yep. It would last one month. That's right. One month, there'd be a revolution. It'd be over. Yep. Nobody's writing that check more than once. You'd write it one time, like I'm not doing this again. Yep. We gotta we gotta change it. If you actually had to write the check, it gets pulled out of your check. It's not a big deal. Yep. You never. You have to it. write the check. It's an emotional attachment to that. That shit ends yep. now. Different story. Different story. Absolutely. You know? But it'll never happen. They know better than that. That's why they've got the system set up the way they've got it. That's but. exactly right. Yeah. It's frustrating. It is. Yeah, well, you think we better cut her off here because yeah, we're we going to go down this political path. Yeah, and it's, it's going to get nasty. It's not going to end well. But, yep, I think we've covered everything I wanted to cover. Yep. And I hope we get in the field soon. Yep, yep. Hopefully but, we'll be turning some dirt soon, making America great again. Yep, that's exactly right. So we want to say thanks to you guys for tuning in, and we're going to see you next time. Later. Later.